It's great to have your company for the weekly this Friday, the 10th day of September. My name is Jessica Amir. I'm a senior market analyst with Bell Direct. Well, September, it's historically the most negative month for global and Aussie equities. While we usually see investors buy the dip in October, making October the fourth best month for the market. This week, we saw the Aussie share market fall over 2% from Monday to Thursday. This is the biggest pullback in four weeks and took the market down to its lowest level in six weeks with all sectors in the red. The biggest weight on the market though this week has been mining stocks, specifically in iron ore. Now the straw that broke the camel's back was that China's factory activity slowed in August to its lowest level since the pandemic began in 2020. And industrial production in China is already at a year low, meaning China is making a lot less steel even though September, October are traditionally their peak construction months. So amid these new renewed iron ore demand concerns, the iron ore price has been pressured lower again and is now 40% away from its May record high. So iron ore stocks felt the pinch. Why? Well, they'll be making a lot less money ahead. Fortescue Metals FMG, for example, which only currently makes their money from iron ore, is experiencing its biggest share price pullback since 2015. And that's on a monthly and weekly basis. Now, looking at other big sector moves, the energy sector copped a blow after the oil price fell 3.5% this week for two reasons. Firstly, China announced that it's going to release reserves to the market. And secondly, a peak oil body came out slashing its 2021 oil demand forecast. Although we know the market has pulled back, Many selective investors are being rewarded. Technology One, TNE, is a great example. TNE uh, shareholders would have rejoiced because their shares saw the biggest jump in the ASX 200 this week, up 9%, after TNE was upgraded as a buy stock by investment bank UBS and also by Bell Potter, with price targets ranging from 1170 and 1250 respectively, and that implies about 17% upside in a year. So why the upgrade? To TNE. Well, TNE is accelerating its move toward being a software as a service or SaaS provider. Bill Potter thinks the market will start to compare TNE to tech SaaS leaders like WiseTech, WTC, and ZeroXRO, and thinks the market is already starting to do this, which was reflected in some of this week's move. And just an FYI, about 73% of Australian and New Zealand residents currently live in councils that are powered by. T&E. And one in four public sector organisations across Australia and New Zealand already use TNE. Also keep in mind TNE is due to report full year results in November and its stock generally rallies ahead of their results. So this stock is worth watching. As for other stocks that did well, last week we spoke about coal prices surging to a record high amid soaring electricity demand in China. And the coal price rose again. So that supported coal stocks gaining ground, such as Washington H. Solpats, SOL, and Whitehaven Coal, WHC. Also moving high was the aluminum or aluminium price, however you want to pronounce it, hitting a new 13-year high, providing a tailwind for alumina sales ticker code, AWC. On the flip side, we've seen some large investment banks downgrade US and some Asian GDP targets, as well as downgrading outlooks for some of the biggest US firms in the third quarter and 
for 2022. While investment bank Goldman Sachs warned that high valuations of stocks could also increase the risk of a sharp correction. So no surprise, this has taken the wind out of the sails of growth stocks. Lithium stocks were no exception, like Pilbara Minerals, PLS and Orocobre ORE. While in the UK, taxes look set to be increased to their highest levels to both individuals and companies in 2023 because the UK government wants to repair its balance sheet. So stocks exposed to the UK listed on the ASX took a haircut like Virgin Money, the UK, which it's one of the UK's biggest banks, so it's worth watching other stocks exposed to UK income earners. Perhaps LNK is one to watch as they operate in the UK as well. Also be mindful that if you are invested in the ETF that mirrors the biggest 100 companies on the London Stock Exchange, the F100, well that ETF might continue to fall from its high. As for the movers in the top 500 stocks, the all odds, the leaders were those moving forward, achieving company milestones, clean energy solution company, Anato Tech, ADO is their ticker. They rose an outstanding 32% after expanding into Turkey. Semiconductor company Webit Nano WBT rose 27% after signing its first commercial deal to take its technology into production. And the superbug fighter Reki Pharmaceuticals RCE is their ticker. Their stock rose 20% as a technical signal was triggered was triggered rather that resulted in technical traders buying into the stock. Now moving to what to watch ahead. Well, be mindful that September 17, options expire. This occurs on the third Friday of the month and we usually see volatility pick up. Also recall the patterns that usually occur toward the end of the quarter with profit taking from stocks that have done well while investors look to top up stocks that have underperformed. With that in mind, Investors are starting to be patient around this time of month and wait to pick up low-hanging fruit next month. That being said, we've already seen some Bell Direct clients buy the dip into FMG this week and PLS. While on the banking side, we've seen investors also buy the dip into WBC and NAB after their stocks fell this week. And also as a side note with iron ore, some investment banks believe the iron ore price could continue to fall in the short term to around $115 US before slowly recovering. So if you're looking to make an investment in iron ore, a long-term approach might be ideal. As for economic news to watch next week, well, there's plenty to be across that could move markets next week. The big news items will be business confidence out on Tuesday, consumer confidence on Wednesday, and employment data out on Thursday with August data forecast to be weak. So all eyes will be on bank stocks and travel and tourism, which could take a hit if the data is weaker than expected. And that's the weekly. If you've got any questions or feedback, please comment on YouTube. From all of us here at Bell Direct, have a happy and safe weekend. I'm Jessica Amir. Bye for now.